Welcome to the second episode of the Life Conspiracies. Today's topic is going to be about birds. And I'll let my two special guests help me. And they are from the community of Expose the Lies of Birds Being Replaced. I have Slayton James Nutt, president of the main chapter of the Birds Aren't Real Society. And Christopher Michael Presti, vice president of the main chapter of the Birds Aren't Real Society. Go ahead. Well, we're here today, obviously, to talk about... The horrible lie that's been plaguing our nation for a little bit too long. We're here to talk about pigeons. Mostly birds, but you know, today we're going to be talking about pigeons. I'm sure you've all heard at least once, maybe as a passing joke or maybe seriously, that pigeons aren't real. And you really only see them in highly populated areas because they're drones of the bourgeoisie. Well, I'm here to tell you that uh, those jokes may be a little more real than people like to think. We're going to start as far back as we possibly can. Back in 1907 at a German apothecary, camera pigeons were used primarily as a sort of alternative art style to photography. But it's been a long time since 1907, so I think there's been a lot of time to evolve our uh, technology and how we use it, and I think... If you just look around, I think it's pretty obvious that we were getting spied on. We have the uh, NSA over in New York. The government has admitted to spying on us, but I don't think they've admitted every way. I don't think it's through the phones. I don't think it's some secret man coming up to your door listening to you with some silly microphone, stethoscope, whatever. I think, I think they're all around us already. The, uh, the secret recorder. I have a question. Go ahead. Has anybody here ever seen a baby pigeon? They're not a real thing. There's no way. Like, I've never seen a pigeon egg. That's... I've never seen a baby pigeon. They're made and then produced, and then they're out. Well, that's because a lot of them, pigeons, of course, come straight off the factory line, fully grown adults. It's not really beneficial, you know, to have them come out as little chicks and then grow up because they might be some part organic just you know to not have giant computer parts all over the road if some poor pigeon does get hit but it is mostly technology underneath the flesh and bones of the pigeon but if you do look at what people are saying is a pigeon like chick it looks like a dodo it looks like a dodo it has this, it from from the pictures. It looks like it has a slightly longer beak than any pigeon does, and it just has a very odd body shape. Yeah, it doesn't make sense that the beak is so big compared to the body. See, yeah. So here's what I'm proposing. They do have real pigeons. Probably the last few. They've been keeping them around to perpetuate this idea. Sorry, we have a question. I'll get back to that. I did. Okay, so about the real pigeons, I did just find pigeons are descended from the wild rock dove, a bird native to parts of Eurasia and North Africa that was domesticated as many as 10,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, so the rock dove evolved so it would be able to adapt to a city, and that's what it looks like. Doesn't really make sense. Well, if you look over history, a lot of things have had to adapt to cities. Squirrels, for example. You see them all the time in cities. You've probably seen them outside of your house. They originally 
obviously are from the woods. They lived in forests. They used to be common house pets. Not common. They used to be actually ex- more expensive house pets way back when, maybe the 1800s, 1900s. Around then, people started bringing them into cities, and they were rare commodities. And nowadays, they run around because one or two got loose, started mating, and now they populate cities across the country. The same thing uh, here with birds like that. Real birds do exist, and they definitely can evolve. But I think it's very opportunistic, you know, for the government to come in. They see these things evolving to cities. People have already seen them around, right? So I think it's I think it's safe to say if you want to hide something very well, that would be a great place to do it. It gets rid of the cons of really like vehicle trouble, like things getting hit or disrupted in any way. <clears throat> Let's move on. Oh yeah, go on. Last thing about pigeons, I just found this diagram. It's pretty much what a pigeon that's like undercover could look like the camera is their eye there's a microphone down below where their neck uh, their, their neck their breast is area. their breast area and then there's a speaker right next to the microphone there's a wireless antenna over on the other side mm-hmm. there's a CPU right where their wing is there's a battery under that and then the reason that they stay on power lines is for the inductive charging coil mm-hmm. so that's it's very-, very likely that pigeons sit on power lines so they can charge because i mean it makes sense yeah obviously and power lines populate every city almost as much as pigeons do you see about five ten tons of pigeons sitting on power lines every day it's so common people just get used to it and that's a really weird thing with humans it's just like you see something enough times and it's just normal i don't remember the last time i actually saw a pigeon i went to new york during the summer and that was probably the last time I saw a pigeon. I don't but think pigeons are in Maine. They're not that common. I've seen a couple in Portland, but they're not very common there because less populated. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, they fly. They can cover a lot of area. I want to move on to another case. It's known by many as acoustic kitty. Now, me and my colleagues have discussed this beforehand. The acoustic kitty is a, uh, a CIA project. It was sometime in the 60s. They embedded a microphone into the ear of a cat, and they put a radio transmitter into the base of the skull. And they set these cats out, or at least on the missions they tried to. They tried to set these cats out missions to listen to Russian officials, people within the Russian Kremlin. People were, you know, the, the CIA was setting out these little cats, unspe- you know, unsuspecting things. Like, strays are very common. I've seen plenty around, even my house, and it's a very sparse area. Lots of trees, everything. It's a good idea, right? Cats, cute, cuddly, friendly. Nobody really, like, goes near them if they're in the wild because of, like, the Babies whole rabies. Stuff, yeah, exactly, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It's something no one's going to really pick up and take. Like, if you see an yeah. adorable animal, you're probably just going to, like, look at it and maybe pet it. Like, I mean, of course... Probably one of the biggest faults about the technology is it's only accesses the ground, and there's probably a couple people that are like, "Oh, cat! I'm gonna take it." You know, yeah. ran to a shelter. Or, yeah, Everybody a shelter, has like you know. seen those videos, or at least I think a lot of people have, where people take home like kittens and they raise them on their own. Like, oh, I found this kitten out in the cold. Let me bring it back to health. Yeah, and that happens with a cat with a microphone in it. You know, I, I think, <laughs> I think. 
they completely cut the project, at least on this one, because of this one fact that the CIA tries to dispute. The first time they tested it, subject cat was got hit by a taxi being tested outside of a Soviet populated area. They put them outside of these Soviet buildings that were in Washington. They're like, you know, and they would, they, the first time they tested it, they put it out there, got hit. So they completely cut the project in 1976. All the research, all the projects, like all the uh, resources and things put into this project cost $20 million in total. Wow. Dang. That was a lot just to get it hit by a taxi. Mm-hmm. Just one cat as well. Like a mat- They like, didn't even try again. So, well, the, all the research was probably the most accumulating on that fact. Yeah. But like yeah. developing wireless radio technology, that's, that's pretty crazy. And imagine Especially all the cats they let out in Russia. That's got to have been over at least $100 million. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That- so, yeah. Obviously, as you can see, you know, Things on the ground get damaged by other things on the ground. There's a lot of factors there. And I bet, you know, wild dog sees a wild cat, gonna go at it. I mean, and other cats too. Yeah, man. other cats. They too. attack. A lot of times you'll see maybe a stray cat with pieces taken out of its ear or damage and stuff like that. That's That could be another reason why they cut the project. Now, yeah. I mean, birds. The biggest, yeah, the biggest yeah, fault with the cat was it couldn't access the air. So. What else better than to go to birds? And not just birds in general. It's probably, it's less likely that all birds are fake. It's just more or less pigeons. There's, there's no real reason for pigeons. They don't eat anything naturally wise. Nothing eats the pigeon unless it's a bigger bird, but those also eat a lot of different birds. So, I mean, there's no like natural reason for a pigeon. Plus, people don't like dirty things. People hate dirty things. And this is going to get a little dark. That's why people keep homeless people off the streets. They don't like looking at them. Okay? That's horrible, but it's a true fact. People don't like dirty things in places they're always inhabiting. It just so happens that pigeons love to eat human food. They don't know how to build their own nests. They can't... Like, why would they need to build their own nests... They don't, they don't give make, babies. They don't have children. They come straight off the line. That's where they come from. Pigeons. They they get charged up for the day. They get charged up for the day. Maybe the week. Maybe we don't know how power efficient these are yet. Depends on like the battery and how much is in it. Because, I mean, also pigeons are a little bit bigger. But on this, it doesn't look too big. But it like, could take like a couple cord days. Cord-wise, I mean... There's not a lot of things that's really running power to. No, it's kind of all just in there, all over the place. They're out there. They're charged. The power stations are right nearby. It only takes a couple of seconds to get to them. Mm. Now, I don't know if you've ever seen someone hit a power line with even just like a normal stick. They explode. Yeah. They, it's a very dangerous thing to be touching. People touch them with their bare hands and shocked. Yeah. How can a pigeon sit on top of that without any adverse effects? I've heard uh, a thing where, like, just birds in general can do that. So that's probably why they did choose a bird as it, because it makes sense. You see birds doing it, all birds sitting on wires. So choose a different kind of bird, and it's normal to see a bird on top of a power line. So pick another bird, put it up there, and it's charging. 
Plus, they kind of make like an odd sound. I know it's not like an uncommon sound. You hear a lot of other animals like coo, right? It could definitely be like a mixing of sorts to make their own new sound. Because you hear like, ooh, like, like birds do that sound all of the time. But you hear a pigeon coo, and it's so distinct. Okay, we're going to listen to a pigeon sound to see what it sounds like. I just found a video of it. 